Hello, and welcome to the Elam Thriving Podcast. We're your hosts, Allie Szynski and Colleen Kindlin Steele. We're here to connect you with information and resources that promote thriving. Our goal is to see you and the individuals with disabilities that you support thriving together in community. Today's episode is exploring the difference between surviving and thriving. And this was actually a really fun episode to record because we got to um, visit all different corners of Elam's two campuses and talk with a variety of people and get um, a bunch of different perspectives. We asked two questions. Uh, The first question was, what is the difference? What do you think is the difference between surviving and thriving? And then what helps you thrive in your role here at Elam? Um, So we're excited to share what we learned. So we're here with Bill Lodewijk, Elam's president. Um, Bill, did you want to just tell us a little bit about yourself and how you ended up here at Elam? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Colleen, thanks for uh, having me be a part of these podcasts. I'm really excited about these podcasts and where uh, where all this is going. Uh, so it's a, it's a pleasure to be a part of the conversation. Uh, so I've been at Elam since uh, 2000, so 19 years. Never envisioned I would be here this long. Um, <laughs> You know, I'm, we're glad you are. <laughs> I'm not. I'm. I'm not trained as a special educator, and at least formally. Uh, so I have spent most of my professional career as a uh, principal teacher in mainstream Christian schools. Um, and back in 2000, I was approached by Elam to to join uh, the team here, and just felt like you know I, I'm not sure that I can offer a lot. Um. But I was convinced after having conversations with a number of people here that indicated there were plenty of experts at Elam who knew what they were talking about relative to disability. Uh, and what they needed was somebody like me who could help coordinate and facilitate their collective efforts. And mm-hmm. so I've done that for the last 19 years to the best of my ability. And uh, here we are. Yeah. So, you know, our podcast is all about thriving. Yes. So we wanted to talk to you a little bit about that today. And um, maybe you can share with our listeners what the name Elam means and how that might be related to thriving. Sure. Well, Elam is a it comes straight out of the Bible from the book of Exodus, um, where the Israelites are just coming out of slavery and walking through the desert. Uh, they had been without water for three days and were really getting grumpy. And complaining. <laughs> As um, you would. And God led them to uh, an oasis in the midst of the desert. Um, 12 palm trees, 70, uh, 70 palm trees, 12 springs. And uh, they camped there for a while, a place of restoration, refreshment. Um, so that's where Elam comes from, sort of a, an oasis in the midst of the desert. Wow. And how that can really help you thrive. I mean, that's perfect. I love it. Um, So, Bill, can you tell us what do you feel the difference is between surviving and thriving? Sure. Uh, Well, that's not an easy question. Right. (laughs) Um, uh, But I I think where where I land on that is I believe the difference between survival and thriving um, is, is really a God thing. Um, in survival, you're looking at yourself and figuring out how to how to cope in difficult circumstances. When you talk about thriving, you're talking about being in line with God's plan for your life, even if that includes difficulty. Sure. Um, 
so that that's how I distinguish between the two. So what helps you feel like you're thriving in your role at Elam? Uh, it re- comes back to the same thing, right? If I feel like I'm in line with God's plan for my life and I'm using the gifts and abilities that he's given to me in a way that's making a difference for him in his kingdom, then I'm thriving. And I would say that's true of any of our staff. Mm -hmm. I think it's true for any of those that we serve here. Uh, If they are moving in line with how how God has uniquely wired and created them in a way that they can contribute in meaningful ways to God's kingdom, that's what thriving is all about. Wow. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And how beautiful that that connects back to when we think of God being our oasis or our Elam, then then we're thriving. Yeah. So in many of our roles, I think several days, hours, it can feel like. every day feels like thriving. Yeah. It can feel like survival. (laughs) And so we have to really connect to our Elam. To our source. You got to go back to that deep well, that deep reservoir where you get your nourishment and you get what you need to keep moving (laughs) down the road in that right right. direction. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I loved what you had to say about each of our unique wiring. Mm -hmm. And I do think that's so important, you know, as you're trying to find what your niche is and, you know, where you best can use your gifts. And I think that's part of what we're cultivating here through Elam Learning is just with our staff, just trying to help people get to know themselves better, get to understand their strengths. What are their weaknesses? You know, what are the areas that they can develop in and really feel like they can grow? And in everything that you are, in the good, the bad, and the Mm in-between, that we can find a place of thriving while we're here. And I think it's important to remember, right, that we are all wired just by the fact that we're creating God's image, we are all wired to contribute to his kingdom. Yes. In different ways, different sizes, different shapes, but each one of us uh, is created to do that. Yeah. Well, Bill, thank you so much for stopping into our studio today (laughs) and spending some time with us. Well, I'm I'm delighted to do it and hopefully I can uh, join you again sometime, but I want to commend you uh, for launching this. And I, I know I'm just know that I'm praying that it's successful and Thank it can, can impact the lives of people. Thanks. We look forward to it. So Allie, I would love to hear from you. Um, what do you see as the big difference between surviving and thriving? Well, I have in my years in the classroom, in my years here at Elam, definitely felt like I'm surviving and I've definitely felt that sense of thriving. Mm-hmm. Um, the times that I've just been surviving or when I've watched other people that I believe are probably in a phase of survival, it's because they feel alone. Hmm. And I feel like sometimes you can be surrounded by people and still feel lonely. And that can often, in my experience, be because you're not understanding what your worth is. Hmm. Yeah, Like it feels like I can keep doing this over and over again, but nothing's changing. Nothing's hmm. happening. I don't feel connected to a purpose. Sure. And so it just feels like almost like a hamster in a wheel. Mm. Like I'm just going, 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 and I'm still in the same spot. Um, And I feel like, yeah. Not feel like thriving. (laughs) No, you just feel stuck. And I feel like we can get in that position a lot in um, working with individuals with disabilities because progress can be really slow sometimes. 
So we have to be able to connect to that other piece, which is how for us to thrive and how to see our students or our clients, participants thriving as well. Um, And to me, that comes from having a team or a community Mm -hmm. around me, because then when I do feel stuck, I have people to go to. And I can say like, what are we going to do? You know, what's the next step? What's the next right thing we need to do in this scenario? I'm feeling like this. I'm seeing this um, or I'm not seeing this. Right. And with some of our students, we can even go to them and say, you know, this is what I'm seeing. Like, let's problem solve together with some students and some families, we have the ability to do that too. So I feel like I feel like I'm thriving when I have the ability to have a team around me to help me feel uplifted and not be stuck and not feel like I'm doing, um, like, like I'm reaching my actual purpose. Yeah. Oh, that's so true. So here at Elam, what would you say specifically here helps you feel like you're thriving? I think knowing that my gifts are being used for a purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we all know that not everyone is best suited to work with um, a population of people with uh, significant or even any type of disability. Um, mm-hmm. It's just not how everyone's wired. Sure. Like I'm personally not wired to work in, let's say, engineering or finance. Right. I would, right. I would definitely <laughs> not even. I don't think I would even survive. Um, but like this is where I thrive, yeah. and I know that that is a distinct. Uh, piece of me and that I'm able to see my gifts flourish and yeah. be used for a purpose. That feels really good. Yeah. And yeah. it feels like I'm thriving when, yeah. when I'm able to see that. That's awesome. So Colleen, I'm going to ask you the same question. So for you, what is the difference between surviving and thriving? You know, when I think about surviving, I get this picture in my head of someone just treading water, like just trying to keep their head above water. Um, and I think the times in my life where I felt like I was just surviving, that's how I felt. Um, as opposed to thriving where um, it's less chaotic, you feel kind of more in control of what's going on. You enjoy each day rather than feeling like, oh, I'm just getting through it. Um, but to be honest, I feel like there are some seasons where it might be hard to feel like you're thriving, but you have to try to be intentional about building the things in that are going to help you thrive. Definitely. Because certain work situations, certain seasons, certain, you know, sometimes certain students, you know, whatever it is, certain situations are going to be stressful. And I feel like if we just let our circumstances dictate whether we're surviving or thriving, then we're always going to be at the mercy of whatever the current situation is. And I think that's sort of an important lesson that I've learned is even when the situation is stressful, there's things I can do um, to support myself to thrive. You know, just things like having those spiritually grounding practices in my life. Mm -hmm. Um, Things like maybe taking a minute to reach out to a friend on my way home from work and say, oh, man, can I vent to you for a minute? I've had a tough day just to hear a friendly voice sometimes. Um, you know, some of those important practices, I think, can be the difference between surviving and thriving um, when things are hard. Totally. So what helps you feel like you're thriving in your role here at Elam? Um, you know, I think one thing would be those practices I was just talking about, just building those things into my life. Um, but also, I have a great team of people I get to work with here. Um, and that really helps me thrive at Elam. Awesome. I love to hear that, especially because I'm on your team. 
<laughs> so next we're going to hear the perspective of Ryan Keel, and he is a community instructor in Elam's Adult Services Program. So for me, uh, the difference between surviving and thriving is the difference between having enough just for me and having enough for everybody else or the people at least close to me or around me. Um, you know, somebody who is just surviving financially, emotionally, spiritually, they don't have enough for other people that may be in need. And so uh, if you're thriving, that means you have an abundance and that's an abundance that can spill over and be a blessing to others. So that's when I think of those two words, that's what I think of. And then uh, as far as what helps me, th- uh, helps me thrive at Elam, uh, it really has to do with uh, a couple things. First is specifically where I'm at because I know there's lots of places at Elam and lots of places even in adult services where I would not thrive. I can watch that job be like, if I were there, I would not be thriving. And there are other people who are in those spots that they do thrive and that's, that's great. Uh, so I think of it like the little plastic informational things when you buy plants. It says, you know, this plant needs this much water, this much sunlight, this kind of soil. And so that helps the fact that I'm planted in a very specific place um, that fits me. So I know myself enough to know this is the right spot. Um, and then the other part has to do with uh, the fact that Elam does have what we do and, and the people we serve has a kingdom value to it. And, uh, and so with that, um, if I were at the end of a really long day, a really tough day, and I could look back on it and say, you know, what did I do today? Um, if I didn't have a kingdom value job, um, that would be a tough situation to be in because I, I pastor a church. And so um, the Calvary Church across the street, and that would be really tough every day to deal with that. Um, so the fact that even though there are really tough days and there are lots of them, uh, at least when I look back, I can say what I did had value, it had purpose. And so that gives me enough comfort, enough energy for the next day that follows. So. I really loved hearing Ryan's perspective, and you've probably caught on to this, that something a little bit unique about Ryan is that he works two jobs, but also we know that that's the reality for a lot of people in our field. And in a follow-up conversation, Ryan actually shared that he knows that because he works two jobs, it's unavoidable that he's probably going to be tired and exhausted (laughs) most days. Um, But he also shared that If he is going to be tired, he wants his time and energy to have been poured out for something that has eternal significance. And I found that to be really beautiful. And honestly, I couldn't have said it better myself. Um, Next, we want to introduce you to Heather Haddix. She is actually Ryan's colleague in adult services as a community instructor. So when I think of surviving, I think of someone just getting by. That person may be going day to day without any specific path to take. It's a feeling of kind of wandering aimlessly through life. Um, When I think of thriving, it's living in a positive light, not necessarily having all there is, but being in a position to be thankful for blessings that you do have in your life. And then my ability to thrive at Elam comes from two sources. First is feeling appreciated because we all know this is a tough job and if you don't get that appreciation, it it makes it even harder. And then the second is feeling like I've made a difference, even if the difference is as small as putting a smile on someone's face every day. That makes me feel like I've made a difference and thrive at Elam. So I loved what Heather had to say about um, being thankful. I think it's a good segue here into the Thanksgiving holiday for sure. Um, and I also, it really stood out to me what she said about feeling appreciated because I really do think that that goes such a long way in helping you thrive. 
So um, the next person we're going to hear from is Kelly Petrowski, and she is a special education teacher in our Bridges program. All right. So one asked, what's the difference between surviving and thriving? I would say surviving is more your basic needs are met, food, shelter, clothing, those type things. And when you talk about thriving, I feel like it's your personality, your soul, your whole being of who you are is growing and developing and um, thriving, I guess, Um, making progress and gains and things like that. Yeah, that's great. Um, And then... What helps you thrive at Elam? What helps me thrive at laughter, I think. (laughs) Um, Not taking things too seriously, obviously. It's serious, but things happen, and you just kind of got to go with the flow. Um, And I think coworkers help you along the way, and they support you, because thank goodness not everybody has a bad day on the same day. So you can go to somebody who's having a good day when you may not be having a good day. Um, My... Staff are fantastic. Um, so everybody, we have a great relationship. We work as a team. So we kind of all help each other when one's having a rough day and one's not. Um, I think, yes, the attitude um, when you come in and how's that going. We all have stuff outside, but um, you got to kind of tuck it away and um, go forward. So. Love it. Thank you. As you could hear from my little interview with Kelly, um, she has quite the busy classroom. And I love how she spoke to the importance of teamwork and having a team to help her thrive Mm because I imagine it is just so, so important in her setting. Next, we're going to hear from LaToya Tyrone. She's the manager of community engagement for our adult services program. Um, I guess the difference in me surviving and thriving here at Elam Uh, What makes me survive here is the fact that I know this is where God wanted me to be. Um, He specifically designated me to be here. He placed me here. Everything that happened prior to me getting hired here at Elam over 18 years ago, just I just know this is where he wants me to be. The moment I walked in the door, there was a certain calm that came over me. Um, I knew that I was going to get the job. I was very confident in it. And what's caused me to survive is just knowing that this is exactly where he wants me to be. He's placed my feet here. I've, you know, we've gone through things and you said, oh, I'm going to try to find another job. And everything that should have come through did not because I know this is where he wants me to be. So that's the reason I'd say I survive here. What makes me thrive is knowing that everything that's happened to me prior and all the things that I've done, all the jobs that I've done here at Elam and and being a support and all of those things have prepared me for where I am now 18 years later. So that's what's caused me to just thrive, knowing that everything God wants for me to do here, he's preparing me to do them so I am living his will through that my clients are just amazing and they help you to survive here because you can have the worst day in the world and you can walk in this door and the moment you see their faces everything is forgiven they don't judge you they love you regardless 
they're thankful for you and they make you feel like an absolute rock star when you walk in this door. So those are the things that help the staff that have longevity know this is a place where you can survive because in essence, we think we're providing something for them, but they're really providing something for us because they don't judge us and they don't, you know, have any ill will towards us. They love us so much and they care for us and they appreciate everything we do. And that's what helps us to know that this is where we need to be. So. So that was really fun to hear from Latoya. She is someone who always has a smile on her face and a kind thing to say whenever you run across her. Um, so that was great to hear from her. Um, we also were able to connect with uh, Janelle Cooper, who is um, a one-to-one -one nurse for one of our students at Elam. And we weren't able to get a recording with Janelle, um, but she did send her responses to us via email, um, which was really, really nice of her. So I wanted to share with you a little bit of what she responded. Um, in her response, she referenced um, Maslow's hierarchy of needs. And I thought that was a really cool tie-in. And she said, you know, um, when you are just surviving, you're worrying about things like where are you going to get food and shelter? Um, you're worrying about things like safety and security. And then as you make your way up higher into that pyramid, you're getting to things like um, feelings of accomplishment, self-esteem. And then the highest part would be self-actualization. And so I really appreciated that tie-in. And when we asked her uh, what helps her thrive at Elam, I wanted to read for you what she shared because it was really cool. So Janelle said, collaboration with our support staff is key to making everything here work. Speech therapy helps educators and students communicate. Um, occupational therapy helps students not only with activities of daily living, but with self-esteem and a sense of accomplishment when completing tasks. Elam's physical therapy department has performed miracles. Many students at Elam who were never expected to walk are now ambulating. Being mobile and independent is a huge self-esteem booster for our students. Um, she also mentions that at Elam, there are plenty of opportunities for students to engage in individual hobbies and interests and recreation. Art, music, and Bible are woven into the curriculum. We have a garden, a heated pool, a coffee shop, and older students uh, make crafts to sell during fundraisers and holidays. All of these resources help students reach their own level of self-actualization. I thought that was such a cool way to um, close out her response. So thank you, Janelle, for um, sharing that with us. And then um, I guess we want to close out by sharing some scripture with all of you. Yeah, we wanted to share um, Isaiah 40, 31 with you. We feel like it really is the perfect way to anchor ourselves in to go back to what we talked about with Bill, to our Elam um, or our well, and give us something to rely on. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings as eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. Thanks for listening to the Elam Thriving Podcast. If you like what you heard, hit subscribe. It would mean a lot to us if you left some feedback. You can learn more about us at our website, elamcs.org. Thanks again for listening.